Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Arizona Supreme Court has asked to reinstate an abortion law. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council filed an amicus brief recently to the Arizona Supreme Court in Planned Parenthood of Arizona versus Mays, where Planned Parenthood is challenging the potential reinstatement of the state's near-total abortion ban that goes all the way back to 1864, which has exceptions for life-threatening emergencies, but has now been blocked because of a court of appeals. Yeah, of course, you know, after... Roe versus Wade was overturned in June 2022 that the abortion issue went back to the states, right? So in this case, an Arizona appeals court evaluated the Civil War era ban and denied the law from retaking effect. And in, in, instead, it favored a more recent and less restrictive a 15-week ban that's currently in place. So this law was originally passed in 1864. It banned abortion, except where there was a life-threatening emergency to the mother, uh, and then that would be the only exception to abortion. This was pretty common across the country. But then in 1973, about almost 100 years later, Roe v. Wade was decided, and that law, still on the books, was not enforced because of Roe versus Wade, but it was never repealed. It right. still remained on the books, and they did not repeal it from the statutes. Then in June of 2022, Roe was overturned by the Dobbs decision, and consequently that law pops back into effect because now what was holding it back, Roe versus Wade, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, they're gone, so the law is still in the books. It's now enforceable. But that's when a lawsuit uh, ensued, and the Arizona Court of Appeals blocked it, as you said, favoring a more... Uh, a recent law, a less restrictive version, that bans abortion at 15 weeks. And that's currently the law that's in effect in Arizona, right. a 15-week abortion ban. So now the Arizona Supreme Court did not have to take this case. It was discretionary. So the Court of Appeals of Arizona blocked the 1864 law. The Arizona Supreme Court now decided to take up the case. And uh, we have now filed an amicus brief in that case. And uh, we're asking the court to uphold the law and to recognize the and what we did in our brief is what we've done in these other briefs. We overview this past history of racism and eugenics that really gives rise and is the foundation of abortion. Yeah, I mean, in our brief, we say that abortion is the modern day offspring of eugenics. Margaret Sanger and the early abortion movement promoted abortion to reduce populations they considered lesser than white or fully able Americans, as in disabled people. Now the abortion industry denies that all human beings have inherent value and dignity bestowed on them by their creator and has indisputably targeted black, Hispanic, and disabled communities for reduction. And this, you know, we've talked about this over and over again, but Margaret Sanger, who is 
surprisingly a nurse, an activist, but ironically, she was all about trying to eliminate certain populations. She was all about trying to be her own god and decide who lives and who doesn't. Margaret Sanger was a Malthusian, which a Malthusian is a eugenic person who is of the ideology of Charles Darwin in his book uh, regarding the origin of species. And the full title of that is By Means of Natural Selection or the Preservation of Favored Races. Then in his book, The Descent of Man, he overviews specifically his idea of this superhuman race that he believes, which is the white race, and that these other aspects of humanity are weeds and that they need to be eliminated, that they are at the same level of, as apes and so forth. And he lists a whole bunch of categories of people. And Margaret Sanger was part of that movement. Sanger was part of the Malthusian Society. The Malthusian Society wanted to <clears throat> eliminate certain categories of people so that you could cleanse the human race and pull out the weeds of humanity so that the human race would flourish. And in their view, that was white uh, individuals, primarily Northern Europeans. And so consequently, she began working in the area of the forced sterilization. This was before chemical contraception. She traveled the world to try to learn more about contraception, particularly in Europe. Uh, it was illegal here in the United States. And she began pushing that around the globe uh, she was part of the whole um, sanitarium movement where people were forcibly put in these facilities so they couldn't procreate. And then she also promoted contraception when it became uh, invented, and she did that around the world. And then she began putting these clinics in minority neighborhoods. Yeah, 86% of them now are within minority neighborhoods or close by. So this Planned Parenthood is continuing her legacy, unfortunately, by trying to eliminate these uh, minority populations. Absolutely. I mean, it's had a disproportionate effect on minorities. And in fact, that's what the U.S. Supreme Court even acknowledged. The U.S. Supreme Court in the Dobbs case actually cited our amicus brief that we filed in that case. And our position is that abortion has always been about eugenics and racism. It's always been targeted against minorities, the black population, Hispanic population, other populations that are non-white, and also people that have disabilities or low IQs. Uh, all of those people were on the disfavored list. All those people are considered weeds by people like Planned Parenthood's founder, Margaret Sanger. Uh, she had the Negro Project, that's her words, where she gave a speech to the Ku Klux Klan and advanced eugenic breeding for the, quote, gradual suppression, elimination, and eventual extinction of defective stocks. She continues those human weeds which threaten the blooming of the finest flowers of American civilization, close quote. She uh, personally set up birth controls in these minority clinics. We outline all of that in this brief. We also did the same thing in the United States Supreme Court, and that obviously caught the attention 
of the U.S. Supreme Court, and they quoted it in the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. Yeah, so this uh, Arizona abortion ban is a near-total abortion ban. I mean, I would love to see all abortions banned, but with the only exception here for life-threatening emergencies. So this would be an amazing thing to have enacted in Arizona to protect more children from being slaughtered. In our brief, we say that Sanger and her eugenics-era colleagues believe that the unfit and feeble-minded were undesirable to society and should not reproduce, but these terms were code words for the poor, blacks, disabled, and other minorities. Planned Parenthood continues Sanger's shameful legacy to this day, our brief reads. The brief also says... The vast majority of abortions before 15 weeks kill disabled and minority infants. Abortion is in direct conflict, our brief argues, with the Arizona Constitution's guarantee of the right to life. You know, Matt, it's just evil and demonic. I mean, her thoughts and her actions. But when you really look at it, you think, what on earth happened to her somewhere in her younger years to make her think like this? Well, Sanger, yeah, that's another whole story. There's an right. interesting book on Sanger's uh, life, and she was an atheist. Uh, she was raised uh, in, a, in an environment where she did not believe in God. She was hostile to God, and she became involved in both uh, socialism. She, this was during the era of communism in the Soviet Union, the USSR, uh, she uh, was a strong supporter of communism and socialism. She then became very involved in the Malthusian Society. She was influenced by Charles Darwin and the Descent of Man book that he wrote, Origin of Species that he wrote. But sadly, instead of embracing the love of her creator, she went the opposite direction. And you see now the deaths of millions of babies have been the result of this. Well, so did uh, Adolf Hitler. And uh, mm -hmm. there's some evidence now that she had meetings. It seems pretty likely that she had meetings with Adolf Hitler. Uh, she also likely is responsible for the One China policy as well. She promoted this globally and has had a global impact. It's time to close the chapter turn the page and stop this racist eugenic history and return America to a foundation that respects the sanctity of human life. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.